everybody, this is Jessica. Hey, Sterling here. Happy Sunday, everyone. And we are um, family of hearts, I guess, is our technical it's true. Instagram and blog and podcast name. Um, we wanted to give everybody just a couple little updates about treatment and then do a couple question and answer type things we've gotten lots of questions um and so we wanted to give some answers to those yeah absolutely um i think our last podcast we did about two weeks ago right when we got back from mayo yeah um so we can kind of give a quick update of what these last two weeks have looked like and then we'll answer some of the questions you guys have been sending our way um, i'll speak for myself starting off i think these past two weeks have been kind of hurry up and wait for me I'm not going to say the same is true for Jessica and Luviana because they both went back to school this week. Um, but we came back from Mayo and then had a clear treatment plan. That Monday after Mayo, I had an appointment with my primary care physician and we felt really good. And then we didn't really hear anything for about two weeks. And so we were just waiting to start treatment. Um, and so it kind of felt like we had everything and then it was like, all right, pump the brakes, let's wait. Um, Which is very typical in Northwest Arkansas it, it compared is. to Mayo. We so have, you go from being like quick every day, you're full of like just doctor visit after doctor visit, have this like huge like high almost of like, let's go, let's go. we've got answers, we've got this treatment plan. And then of course you get back to your like reality almost yeah. of waiting for a doctor to call you back and by waiting I don't mean like at Mayo it's like two hours and then here it's three days and yeah we have a really good care team here but I just no one can really compete with Mayo so it's different from going to yeah okay we'll figure out everything within one week to it's gonna take us one week to even get you an appointment in so it's kind of kind of interesting but yeah we're moving forward now so it's okay so a little bit about like your treatment and what that looks like like we have had several questions about what truly is like his diagnosis and it's still the same diagnosis it's still transverse myelitis which is just that inflammation and the myelin around his spinal all the nerves going into your spinal cord have all all that glue is what they described it as think of that as glue is all deteriorating because of these antibodies in your blood. The MOG antibodies. And they call those those MOG antibodies. So this is a little different of a, our original diagnosis, um, and that's why we went to Mayo, because it's not just transverse myelitis caused by a random fluke uh, virus, like they originally thought it was. It is transverse myelitis, uh, MOG transverse myelitis. So it's that um, those antibodies those mock antibodies that specifically attack that part of your spinal cord. Right. So um, treating it very much like an autoimmune is what they are considering it. They are qualifying it as a spinal autoimmune. Yes. Um, and so its treatment is very much like you would uh, an autoimmune disease, right? So. Yeah, so really what we're working towards is because it did attack my spine and cause so much inflammation is we're really trying to fight that inflammation. So this week I had the chance to actually go to Highlands Oncology, work with my doctor there, Dr. Arthur. Um, she's great. She, she understands the plans that we got from Mayo. And we went in 
thinking that we were probably gonna have to wait and get it set up next week until we start treatment and she's like nope let's start it today um, so which that was, was nice that was yeah that was a nice surprise because we thought we were gonna have to wait even longer yeah but um, a little bit of a shock for you it was so I went in there um, and essentially what we're doing is we're going to Highlands Oncology because it's an infusion center, right? So I know a lot of people probably have loved ones that have gone there um, for certain things, specifically um, cancer more than likely. And they're just a wonderful facility over in Rogers. But the amount of medicine that they're essentially putting in me to try to fight the transverse myelitis, you can't take orally. So basically it's, it's steroids. Um, and then an infusion for my muscles as well to make sure that they're not as twitchy um, and kind of spasmic is what they are. Oh, they're giving that um, to you in your in with your yeah. steroids? And so, I didn't know that. So we're, but... we're basically having a huge dose of steroids, a gram of steroids, um, which does all kinds of fun to your body. Yeah, a gram of steroids. Yeah. So when you were in the hospital, we got this gram of steroids every time for those five days. But this was over a course of three hours that you were hooked up to an IV and it was a very slow drip, right? Of like three hours. So you didn't get a lot of the the side effects that come with steroids. So like when you get an infection, when people get an infection, normal, I shouldn't say normal people, but people who don't have <laughs> to take high dose steroids. Um, if I were to take steroids, right, it would just be like, um, it's usually about 10 milligrams. And they give it to you for three to five days, and it's supposed to like help help your body say, "Hey, start you know working again, right?" But that actually, when you give it more than ten, actually, anytime you take steroids is what we were told, it depletes your immune system. Yeah. So right now, essentially, um, I'm taking antibiotic as well because large steroids will make your immune system go down, so they're trying to cover all their bases. Um, I'm also having to take a lot of calcium and vitamin D um, because large amounts of steroids can cause potential bone loss. And like osteoporosis yes. to set in sooner, yeah. some different things like that. But then like the side effects of like taking steroids like that, when we were in the hospital, we saw some of them. So he gets this really metallic-y taste in his mouth. It's, weird. it's really strong and, and you can smell it on him like if you're sitting next to him when he's in the hospital um, I could always smell like it just smelled like metal uh, iron very like, yeah, yeah very much like iron um, and I would say now now they're not giving it to you in three-hour time frames because they're so yeah. busy there it's, it's so very quick we originally thought that this treatment was gonna actually take um, three to four hours yeah. each day I went in um, but they're actually doing it within one to two hours, so it's very quick, very fast. Um, again, whenever you just go into an IV, I sit, sit there in kind of a nice relaxed chair for an hour, hour and a half, and then I, I do, I get this weird, almost like I've been chewing metal taste in my mouth that stays in my mouth for a good I would ask three to you four hours afterwards. If it feels like when you get a cavity film. I'd but, say you could like stick a penny in your tongue and just keep but, it in your mouth. I was gonna say, but thing. I don't know if yeah. you've ever had a cavity filled like that. No, have I you? Have, you I yeah, so, yeah. weirdos never had a cavity. Pretty good. I've had a couple. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then also from that, it just makes me really flushed, right? So. Oh yeah, his his ears turn so <laughs> like bright red, like just I mean, and they are so hot. It literally looks like your ears are like on fire. They feel like they're on fire, so I can't really control my heat temperature. Yeah, regulation of body temperature. And that's very similar to what you had um, 
with your yeah with your prolactinoma um so we're kind of used to that but it seems a little more intense for those little bit of time and then I would say also because your body is just full of these steroids that just like amp you up right these huge doses so they talked to us a little bit about like a roid rage essentially right yes and we were like oh no he didn't have that in the hospital no you know issues with that first day it's like (laughs) it was like instant he was like so irritated because of traffic and And then you guys know me it takes everything to get me to even like think about raising my voice oh it's so insane to see it that way and then any kind of me being flustered is just not normal and so and then i wasn't helping (laughs) my body was just in this weird shock the first day i was like i don't know what's happening right now yeah stuck in traffic for like an hour and then yeah so um that and then like i would say also you tend to be because you're like so amped up your heart rate and like a little bit shortness of breath yeah when you're like really talking and describing something that's super weird so you guys might catch it in here is that since i've been taking these steroids i feel i'm bizarre i normally have a resting heart rate of like in the 40s yeah because he's a like zombie like (laughs) basically yes um but i've had like resting heart rate in the 80s and so it's very quick for me and so I kind of feel super jittery and like I'm trying to constantly catch my breath right now and that's been one of the bigger side effects for me is just that kind of nervous jitter and shake and kind feel of like focusing drink, on like, my breathing like all the coffee all the yeah. coffee and then sleep and eating's the biggest thing oh, so yeah. I think the first what four days I slept maybe four hours over the total so you the, got treatment so the, the way this treatment works is like three days in a row the first three days in a row and then it's once a week for the next five weeks and then once every week for the next six weeks and then we'll go back to mayo when you're done with that but those first three days um yeah didn't sleep at all didn't sleep at all like i think maybe eight hours of sleep total and it was like and he would fall asleep at like i don't know eight nine and then, so fall asleep like on the couch or something, and then I, it would be like, oh, you're sleeping, and then I would just like let you sleep, and then it was like 11.30, you would wake up wide awake. Couldn't like, go back to sleep. Couldn't go back to sleep, wake all night long. So, yeah, no sleep has probably been your biggest yeah. thing, and you're still kind of struggling still with that, like last night you went to bed at 7.30. Yeah, and then slept, actually slept last night though, didn't yeah, wake up. Yeah, so. didn't wake up until like 6.30 this morning, so. That was nice. Yeah, but you're still also like, man, I shouldn't be tired, and you are. I could take a nap right now. (laughs) I'm fighting to keep my eyes open at the moment. Yeah, that's why we're trying to get through this podcast, (laughs) and so you can ride your new Peloton that arrived. Oh, that is exciting, actually. Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a second. Yeah. um, So I think that's kind of all for treatment. Um, As Jessica said, we will continue it in the next week. Um, They think that kind of I'll get used to it as I'll have less and less that they have to administer. Um, So first kind of round of steroids has just been a little rocky, but they kind of warned us about that. Um, And then it'll just kind of become my body's new norm. And we'll continue this for 12 weeks. And then after 12 weeks, like Jeff said, we'll go back up to Mayo and they'll make sure that they like where we're at. so. So we had lots of questions too about like you going back to work and things like that. Yeah. So, um, do you want to talk a little bit about like 
why they're still wanting you to wait a little bit longer to go back to work? Yeah, so main reason they're actually, I was actually thinking I'd get to go back to work at the start of January, um, and then doctor like, bump your brakes, kid. Um, you need to <laughs> see how you do whenever you're taking all these steroids first, which I probably would have been asleep at my desk if I had to gone back to work. Um, and then also you just don't know how your body's going to react and mood, um, and then ultimately immune system, right? That's yeah. one of the biggest things for me right now is that they want me to kind of build up that tolerance to the steroids, make sure that I have antibiotics in my system so that that way I'm just not going back into an atmosphere that instantly getting sick. And so Yeah, because like if you were to get sick, that regression rate goes increases well, yeah. so so drastically and so we don't wanna we don't wanna put you around a whole lot of people. Exactly. That would be germs and all of those things so we're just kind of taking that easy so even when you do probably go back to work it'll be more home-based home still so yeah the other yeah. team are open to wherever i need to be to do that so we'll see how working from home works out yeah just gotta um which you're so good at stuff like that i could not work from home i would suck at that just focus put in some music and just go you got mm. all kinds of stuff going on there's so many other things to distract you though like yeah. i'm just my add is too thick lock yourself in a room ignore the outside world no task <laughs> no i gotta interact with people though too like i mean that's a big part of my job so that's fair yeah but um so i think recapping of treatment yeah, I think it's pretty, um, if you guys have any more questions, then feel free to throw them up on this post and we'll definitely, um, answer them in our next episode. So, uh, the next thing that we kind of wanted to do is some of you guys had some questions and I asked for, for some questions. Um, and we had a couple people who sent us a couple questions so um nancy jester one of our very sweet friends that we know through sterling's walmart world and actually has been super helpful in getting us back up to mayo and doing some awesome things with us she of course asked us if we were going to have any more sweet little babies oh, <laughs> jessica and i disagree on this point um <laughs> you can ask jessica so when we ever we found out we we're going to have Luviana. Within like two hours, I was like, when are we going to have the next one? No, no, no. You didn't say when we're going to have it. You said when we had. No, it wasn't a question. It was, it was like when, when we have the next one. So if you guys, you guys know us, right? We both have big families and, and we're really close with our siblings. And so my head automatically goes, yeah, we, we have a kid and we, we need to have a sibling for that kid. And so I've been since day one of finding out we're going to have a child saying that we need to have another child. Well, we're going to leave it at that for a while. Uh, we'll see if Jessica loses the rock, paper, scissors battle. I'm not rock, paper, scissors battling you over another child. Like, that's not we'll, we'll how we're going to decide that. I think we just need to, yeah, like, be solid with this child for We kept her alive for 14 months. She's doing great. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. But the other part of that, too, I mean, like, let's be open and honest because that's what we're here to be is that we have like we have infertility issues that yeah we that we deal with you know that we've dealt with so we didn't it's not like we we by all means if you don't know this we did not plan Ludiana. this Luviana's was not a surprise miracle baby she is literally like our surprise miracle baby um with everything that sterling has with his prolactinoma we have you know very adamantly been told by 
multiple doctors since you were what 25 when this happened yeah so for five years we were told like kids is probably out of the realm of things and if you do want to have a child it's going to be very difficult for you to conceive like so we really are yeah we've we've had those struggles and we were never on board with really it wasn't like kids were ever part of our plan let's put it that way we didn't ever say yes we have to go and seek infertility treatment um, we'd always operate it as if it happens it happens um, and fortunately for us it happened yeah and, so and I mean we wouldn't take it back now but we've definitely had those conversations about like are you ready to have a kid and we just never really were to that stage and we um, I think for me the biggest thing is like age-wise right like and I know this sounds bad, but like you're too old to have kids. It's not that I'm too old, but like that's what, uh, that's what other doctors like. Well, to that's say. true. I'm getting to that geriatric, uh-huh. you know, like stage of um, as a woman. But and I know people are having children older and older, but it's just I want to be young when my kids are older, and I don't know. So I I worry because like you know I would love to wait like another three or four years before we had another child, but that's gonna mean that we're like. 34 and 35 and it's gonna be fun so says you the person that says the person that can't like stay awake past 7 30 now at at 31 it's gonna be all right (laughs) so that was a long answer to say to be determined we're not sure yet (laughs) yeah so we're not sure yet but we're just really happy with where we are and i think for us we've had lots of conversations about if you've met Luviana, she's just like this little joy of hope and happiness. Yes. So it's it's hard not to be anywhere with her and just not be so excited and just instantly feel better. So we're just happy to be with her right now. Yeah, we are. We're just happy to be with her. And she just is everything that we didn't know we needed, really, realistically. Yeah. She's the perfect combination of you and I. Indeed. So that's good. Um, and then she also had a question of like going back to college for either one of us. Ooh. So if we yeah. had any plans of going back to college. I don't know if we talk about this one-on-one a lot, but I think about this a lot. I think about it almost monthly that I need to go back to college. Really? We don't masters. talk about that. No, I always think and then I'm, I talk myself out of it and saying, is the ROI there? I love continuous education. I love being able to learn more. Um, I'm not sure if I'd want to go back to college opposed to just kind of picking my own what I'm going to learn, a new language, something like that. I could go get my MBA and it'd probably make me more marketable, but... Do you want to be more marketable on paper or do you want to be more marketable in person? Right, that's kind of the thing. Yeah. It's great you have your MBA, but you also see, in my world, kind of a shift in the industry, right? So whenever I started the home office... I was ahead because I had my bachelor's degree, and now you see more and more, basically, job requirements that say, hey, yeah, bachelor's degree is required, and you great if you have your too, so you kind of seen an energy shift, which makes me kind of think in the back of my head that I have a lot of working years, maybe I do need to get further education, and yeah. it's something I kind of But do you think that that, like, re- that the requirement of having, like, your MBA, do you think that that is starting you off in a better place or do you think it's just like yeah it definitely starts you off in a better place when you have i mean 12 years of experience like i have now it's not you, i've probably learned most from what i would from an nba yeah it's still that against that piece of paper that a lot of people value 
Yeah, no, it's that way in my field too. I mean, in education, it's a piece of paper that um, gets you more money, yes, but surprisingly enough, it's really not that much more money. It's not really outweighing um, the cost of it, right? Like yeah. the cost of going back to school because, you know, loans and. Yeah. And, and it does, in the long run, if I'm in education for another 20 plus years, right? But I just, um, I know a lot of people have gotten their master's degree in education. For those of you that are not in education, uh, you really have to pick a field. Be very specific when you get, it's not as general as like an MBA is, right? So, so if I'm going back and getting my master's, I've got to decide like, because if you do, there is a general master's of like education that you can get, but it doesn't, it's really just so you can get that benefits of pay. You're not giving yourself any um, further job increase. Like you're not promoting yourself in the, in the working hierarchy of education in that field. So in order to become a principal, right, for instance, like I, I have to be very specific and say my master's is going to be in like educational leadership and I have to... Um, you know, get my principal license and all of those things. And I just, I don't know if I, well. Would it be an administrator? I mean, oh yeah, I don't think I want that job at all. Like, I'm pretty sure I don't want that job. I've had several people tell me that I should have that job. But there's just so much paperwork and so many other facets of that that I don't know if I'm qualified for. <laughs> like, I don't know if my personality type yeah, and my educational outlooks um, are the same that would be beneficial for that. So for me, I don't know quite if I'm ready. I did have somebody tell me though the other day that I needed to do um, my my media specialist and become like a librarian. And that's kind of always been there for me. Um, but I always told myself if I was gonna do something, I'd pursue art and do like my master's in art. That'd be fun. I think yeah. you'd enjoy that. Yeah, um, so I don't know. I, th I think if I'm gonna spend my money and my time going back to school, knowing me, Jessica, I would just like throw a curveball and like interior design. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I would do. I would do something like completely random or take Sterling up and become a lawyer. You know, do I, law uh, or something like that. I've been trying to get Jessica to go back to school to become a lawyer because if you guys know her, she can argue with anything. Um, <laughs> about anything and so she could be a great lawyer and then I could be a wonderful stay-at-home dad yeah, yeah that's really his end goal is for him to be a stay-at-home dad so yeah we're but, not we're not gonna go down that path though yeah but I I think college for us is not on our top priorities list not currently no but we're definitely all about learning new things like you said keeping our minds open to new stuff so we'll see so we had another question um, from our lovely peeps in Aussie, which yeah, we are true. we are really like thinking about you guys out there and we talk about you like almost daily. So quick quick background. Um, well, oh wait, it's 2020 now. Um, so 2018, Jessica and I did about three weeks overseas with our friends David and Kylie um, and we went to Santorini in Greece and we just happened to take this um, like sunset yacht trip where you cruise, cruise yeah, yeah where you with all these people and we met this amazing family when we were there that we sat at a table together um, 
Leon and his family and um, they just had so many parallels to all of us that were with us so like their daughter um, Katie's like had a a a tumor in her brain right like Sterling has had one and like um, Leon and David are both firefighters yeah and like they were in dance like you know with Kyla like they did dance things in education like they had some educational backgrounds and stuff so like we just instantly connected with them and they're from Perth yes um, in Australia and they were just the nicest couple ever it so instantly sweet. felt like we had family in Australia yes it instantly amazing. it was amazing and so we have just you know instantly became Facebook and Instagram friends with them and we with everything going on with in Australia right now we've definitely been thinking about them a lot and we they asked us if what you know some travel highlights that we had um, and we don't we haven't traveled uh, other than to Minnesota and we kind of talked about that a little bit um, we had plans to go on another trip with David and Kylie this year but have kind of thrown us a curveball so <laughs> Well, our plans were to go, like, to Spain um, this coming 2020 summer and take Lou and go to Spain and things like that, but I'm not sure that that's going to happen. I would love for that to happen still, but we're not exactly sure. We do have some travel plans, though. Like, I literally, just the other day, we were talking about how we have so many things that we are doing. Just statewide, though. So yeah, like stateside. It's not, not quite as exciting as overseas. Yeah, but we're lots of like little mini trips, yeah. right? So um, back to Minnesota yeah, in back March. To Minnesota, down to Austin for cousin's wedding. In April. So, yeah, Florida in June. Yeah, and then Alani, my sister, is getting married. We're doing a bachelorette thing back in Austin for her at some time during the summer. Probably like late July. And so, um, we have several, like, little mini trips, like, here and there and things, but we don't really have any huge trips. So, yeah, we may just need to reach out directly to you and figure out when we're coming directly to Perth. That's yeah. maybe what we have to do. Because that's on our agenda for sure. We've yeah. only been talking about that for a very long time. Oh, well, you're going to hear Boone's bark because the mailman is here. It's okay. What's our <laughs> next question? Um, uh, the next question is not really so much, um, a question as much as we would like, uh, Cherry would like a review. We talked about last time, you guys were amazing enough to crowdsource a stationary peloton for me since it's the only form of activity that I can do. Um, and thank you. It just got here yesterday. I was texting with Cherry and she was asking um, how my first ride was and I was like I actually haven't been able to ride yet and so she said you're way more patient than me. Um, We're looking at it right now. I've got it all set up. It's to my specs, my height, everything I need to go. I just have to get on it Mm -hmm. and ride Um, and so I will give a review of that. Um, I made him do this podcast episode before he did the ride so that he could have breath and like you know be able to talk. And I'm also planning, we'll see how quickly I can turn around um, oh, no. the, uh, the, the video. I'll link to the video um, if you guys remember 
like Christmas time, they did the Peloton Wife video and it kind of blew up. The commercial. Yeah, the commercial. Um, I'm going to try to reenact that. We'll see how it turns out. He's even got some, uh, some what is it, aviation, aviation gin? Aviation gin, yeah. yeah. I'm going to tie that in there. He's going to tie well, that in somehow, somehow, so we'll make it terrible. I'm going to try to have fun with this for you guys in the next couple weeks, so just hold on for a bit. Um, yeah, so we'll see how this goes. But also, too, this is, he's got these... Tell them about the land run plans that you have. Okay, so <laughs> this is probably completely out of the realm of possibility. And somehow he's roped me in, into this. Yeah, you should have known that from the beginning, though. <laughs> so um, my brother Miles and some of our friends, Trey and Cheyenne, did what's called the land run. Um, they actually just changed the name of it to Mid-South, but okay. it's a... 100-mile gravel ride um, that we all did together last you March. You heard that right, people. 100 miles, miles on a bicycle on gravel. Um, and it was just a blast. Like, we had a ton of fun with it last year. It or took, hell. It took us nine hours. Hell. I mean, it depends. Fun, not fun. Different things to different people, right? <laughs> um, and we had a ton of fun with it and made it through um, last year and then planned on doing it this coming year and so I signed up for this race before any of this happened. It's two months away um, and so my game plan is to be on this peloton every single day and then see how far I can make it on this gravel ride because the doctors think I'd be able to do it because I'm on a bike and not running so I've got two months to decide if I'm going to ride 100 miles or uh, two months to decide if there's no way I can make it. So that's my current game plan is to do it. The good thing is, is like Miles seems totally on board to just be like, oh, you made it 50 miles. That's cool. We're good. And like call it good. Yeah. So, I mean, you've got some really great supports, which means that you don't really need me as a support. You will be there. <laughs> you will be at every single checkpoint waiting miserably no. for us to come by it that means that i have to ride to those checkpoints which means or that means i have to get to those checkpoints at some point if i'm doing that much travel i might as well just ride it with you perfect so i'll get on the peloton and then you'll get on the peloton mm, and then no. i'll get on the peloton and then you'll get on the peloton it's, this sounds very What's similar it? to when you ran your first marathon after your brain surgery and i walked like eight miles I could have just... You could have done 16 more and you would have done a marathon with me. Yeah, not happening ever. <laughs> but I was very much like, why am I... I walked eight miles in sleet and snow and like trudged through, trudged through all of this stuff. You do have a wonderful gravel bike hanging in the garage. I so do, I kinda, that's true. I kind of like how I'm saying, hey, just be there for <laughs> checkpoints and you're kind of leaning towards, let me just ride it with you. I'm on board with this. I mean, if I'm going to do that much, I might as well just ride it. But I don't know if I have that in me. We'll figure it out. I guess we, we could be like months. together in it from the very beginning because I'm starting out like, I mean, worse than you realistically. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Your legs still work. <laughs> so do yours. <laughs> um, so I just had, uh, we have this book that we got a little while ago. It's been, gosh, like a year ago now and it's a little journal and it's like a three-year journal for like couples and it's supposed to be to like question a day yeah like a question a day and you answer um, a question a day and Sterling and I were really good at it for several months and then we did it you know each night and then we had a baby and didn't have any don't have time for that but this I think has been very helpful for us to be able to just talk about random things that we don't necessarily get to talk about 
with each other on a daily basis. Um, so one of the questions in there that is January 12th question, which is today, is I would be completely shocked if you blank. I would be completely shocked if you blank. If you blank. Oh, so what, what would you what's say? Your answer? No, you need to go first here. <laughs> That's yep. Um, I would be completely shocked if you... I don't know. That one's hard. I think after I think, I think 13 I, years, it's hard to see. I don't know what I would be shocked about. Hold on, let me think. I'm not gonna lie, I'd be completely shocked if you did a 100 mile gravel ride with me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. That's, can I say, I would be completely shocked if I did that as well. Um, yeah. Why would that shock you? Um, because anytime I... <laughs> go out and run or bike you're like yeah that sounds like literally the worst and so yeah. to go from yeah i'm okay not running or biking to the extreme of running or biking i think that that would shock me i wish so hard that i could be like you and be like so into stuff like that though and i think that that's like in the back of my head with the situation it's like one day i'm gonna get there like this whole time you've been doing it i'm like one day i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it and then i'm just like i'm not i just wish i had that Force that drive that drive that you have like I, I saw something it was like a uh, motivation something along that lines and it says it doesn't matter where you start you just start today uh, yeah and then go but see for, for people like you those motivation cards are perfect they work great right because you're like oh I can do it and then check people like me I'm like yeah I'll start tomorrow <laughs> procrastination yeah exactly but so, I would be completely shocked if I did what if you, I don't know, if you, you're not a shocking, you're so like. Are you saying I'm boring? <laughs> no, you're just very, um, like, broad, I guess. Like you, I do a lot. Yeah. It's like, okay, Sterling decided to do that. Yeah, that's no yeah, big that's, deal. Yeah, that's no big deal. Like, you're just so good at being so diverse in and everything, right? Like diverse in your um, your likes, your interests, your hobbies, uh, your personality, like what interests you. Like you're diverse in like you read comic books, but then like also read, you know, actual books. When I say read, I mean real books. I mean, I'm I should say listen to because you're not great on on reading the your audio books. Yeah, reading. but you still like have those things you do those things and so maybe just I would be completely shocked if you if someone told you a plan and wanted to do something and you told me immediately that's fair, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> like that would be what I would be shocked at if somebody was like hey you guys want to go to dinner tomorrow night and before you responded yes you sent a text message to Jessica and said, hey, you want to go to dinner tomorrow night with so-and-so? That would shock me. And I would be like, oh, you've already made that plan. And you'd be like, nope, haven't given my answer yet. Like that yeah. would, that would shock me because that is, that is like the one thing that, yeah. I do like to make plans and then all of a sudden we're going to dinner that you didn't know about. So <laughs> until, until you're like, why aren't you getting ready? Let's go. Wait, <laughs> Let's go. About? That's fair. So yeah, that would shock me. Or like maybe if you cried. Okay, I yeah, I don't normally cry. That's true. Yeah, like that yeah. would shock me if you were like emotional about something. 
then that would be Scary. shocking Let's to keep me. I'll wait for that one. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that's our question for couples. And I have one more. Oh, surprise one? Surprise one. Okay. Because I read this one and this was from the Are other day. Are we both answering this one or um, no. am I just answering this one? It's. I mean, we can both answer it, okay. but this is, I liked this one. I was reading back and it was a couple mm-hmm. days ago and it said, if I had to describe you in a single word, it would be... Unflappable. <laughs> what? Unflappable? Yeah. That's a random word to choose. Um, what is unflappable? That's not even a word. It's probably not. It's not a word at all. But it's literally just like nothing shakes you like through all this, like you've been there for me and like we've experienced bad news after bad news, right? And then you've just like been there holding my hand and making sure that we're going to be okay together. Um, Holy crap, unflappable is a word. You shouldn't have doubted me. (laughs) Oh my god. Unflappable is having or showing calmness in a crisis. So high five, sir, on knowing your words. You're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so on with you complimenting me. Thank you. Uh I'm here for you. (laughs) But seriously, like, it's been a crazy last three months and I've just known that you can be there for me no matter what, and so, thank you. You're welcome. That's what I'm here to do. Now, was I the only one answering that question, or did you have to answer it as well? Um, I think I have to answer it as well. I mean, it's only fair for me to compliment you on your... I mean, it's just, it didn't say it had to be a compliment. It said one word to describe (laughs) you. It could be something completely off-kilter. No, I would say that you are... This is not typically a word I think that describes men right now in our society, but I would say you're fierce to me. Right. Because, like, it's to me, like, being fierce is like, I know that you're not fearless, right? Like, you have fears, but you, like, stand up in, in spite of them, right? Like, you face them, like, head on. Like, this is scary. This is, this situation's been really hard on all of us but I think you're the one going through it every single day realistically it's like your body that's going through this and yet your concern has never been about you or what you're doing your concern the whole time has been about like what this looks like for me and for Luviana and what how it's like taking a toll on me and how it's taking a toll on you and I know that that like was really hard for you with Luviana and being away from her for, you know, two weeks and not being able to see her, that was really hard, but you did it and you plowed through that. And like, in this unbelievably fierce way of like, yeah, I knew I could tell that it was like something that you were scared of, but you weren't afraid to be scared and you weren't afraid to show like your, your angst about it. But then on the opposite end, you were also like so just like ferocious in like how you like handled it and how you were like asking questions and moving forward and wanting to get better and just like doing everything you could from the very beginning to like get out of the bed and walk to the, you know, like sink, right? And to like get up and like just walk out into the hallway and then turn around and come back and, you know... From the very beginning, you've just... I think even before, you're very... If you want something, you, like, go after it. And to me, that's, like, very fierce, very... 
it takes a special type of person to do that. Not a lot of people have that. But you're not like abrasive about it either. So you're not really, you know, yeah. you don't like, it's not plowing people down. It's just you're making yourself be fierce. You're making yourself like stand up in that adversity. I think yours was better than mine. Thank you. <laughs> no, I think I think I'll never not be able to see unflappable again. It's a great word. Yeah. D honestly, I thought that was a word that you made up from Sesame Street episode. We've been watching a lot of Sesame Street family. Um, Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Yeah, if I can talk right. Moving on loves it, and so. Um, she'll wander off and start playing with toys, and then we find we're just sitting there watching Sesame Street. <laughs> just she, us. Not really focused on it, so. But there's an episode of uh, that she loves to watch on repeat, and it's Habitat. The Habitat episode, yes. and in the Habitat, Big Bird calls the guy Mr. Flatman. Mr. Flatman. He calls mm. him Mr. Flatman. Is what he calls him at one point, and so like I was just like, that's what it instantly reminded me of. Like, hey, you can make up a word as long as you just act with confidence that you know the word is. You're good to go. No <laughs> obviously, obviously, exactly. So um, we always end our episodes with a shout out, and we would like to do a couple of those right now because we're um, yeah, we just like to tell people thank you yeah. and give some some praise to some people out there that, you know, help us through all kinds of stuff. So, uh, do you know who your shout out is today? I mean, honestly, we always have so many people that we need to give shout outs to, right? So it's always hard to just say, um, one specific, one specific shout out because we have this amazing support group of people that are always there for us for anything we need, checking in on me, I mean, daily. Um, I'd say Miss Judy, definitely my shout out this week. Um, yeah. Miss Judy literally texts me every single day just to say hi or see how I am and, and then that's it. Like, every morning. Yeah, every morning and so it, it's nice to say hey Miss Judy and then see it again tomorrow. I told, I told Mom and Judy how thankful I was for her um, when we went to that Christmas party oh, yeah. to our annual Christmas party with them and it just means so much that she does that for you. And she's like a second mom to you. Oh, absolutely. And so she's to be that way. I know means so much to you. So I was. I told her thank you. Then I don't know if you knew that, but I, didn't. I, I told her thank you for doing that for you because she just brings so much joy to you in your life and to all of us. She brings joy to my life just too. Just loves us all. Yeah, so. she just has so much yeah. love, and so I just appreciate her giving that love to you. So yes. Would you shout out? Um, my shout out is to some of our besties, to uh, our friends Lauren and Alex Sexton. Yeah, they're, and they're okay people. <laughs> yes. Okay, well, I think you're amazing people. They are amazing people. We love so you. So, we recently, you know, we I felt like we had so little time over that two weeks of a break, realistically, because yeah. we left on Sunday and drove and then we got back on Friday and you know that whole day driving and then Saturday we had like a family thing that we went to and then we had um, doctor's appointments on Monday and it was just really lots of things going on and so we really didn't get to see our our family our friends that we consider family over the holidays like we normally do and 
every year we always try to get together with the our friends from college and things like that around this time of year. Um, and Lauren and Alex have a little girl who is four months old, um, little Miss Evie. And because they're new parents and they have family in Arkansas and Louisiana, their travel situations and our travel situations and everything, we weren't really able to get together. But we finally did um, Sunday before we went back. So last Sunday, a week from today. A week from today. And um, they were like they're in this process of kind of looking at they're thinking about maybe buying a different house and right. and so they were like well we have these open houses we wanted to stop by so um we were like well we'll come to fort smith and hang out with you and go to open houses and do all that and they seemed like they were so thankful for us to be there to do that with them and they were like we know this isn't how you want to spend your sunday and it's like we don't care great spending time with them yeah, like we just wanted to spend time with them and I wasn't in the greatest of mood because I tend to get very anxious going back to school after a long extended period very anxious. break <laughs> because I tend to start realizing all the things that I should have been doing over break, right? Procrastination. No, it's I need a mental health break and I took it this year and yeah. then I started to feel guilty about not doing all of these things and they were just like know the best just the best the whole time about everything and I know that they felt like we didn't want to be there but that's exactly where I wanted to spend my Sunday was just hanging out with friends drinking coffee and seeing our babies play together squishing and, babies yeah and just hanging out and doing everything like just normal type stuff and that was great for us and they have been really supportive through all of this um, Lauren even came and like watched Luviana for a day when we were in the hospital and yeah. stuff and gave up sweet time with her precious like newborn child to come and do that for us and they've just been amazing through this whole process and um, I just we love them so much they're family they're family so I wanted to give a shout out to Lauren and Alex for being awesome and doing everything that they can. So Agreed. that's mine. I think we're done. Yeah. End of podcast. Or do you want to do your uh, first ride on the Peloton and then? No, no, I do not. I don't want to sit here for an hour and make you guys <laughs> listen to me as I ride. Um, no, but I, that's not what bicycle. I was saying. I was saying do it, do like add on to the end of this, like we'll a review. We'll, we'll get our own individual, like a sidebar episode. Peloton Peloton gets oh, yeah. its own episode. Obviously. Oh, okay. It's, it's that special. Got you. Okay, so we want to thank you guys for listening, and we will be back and let you know about Peloton. And if you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us in some way, shape, or form on the blog or on social media or text message if you have our phone numbers. And we will try to answer your questions on how everything's going. So... We'll keep you updated. Thanks so much. Love you guys.